Welcome to episode 14 of the Pucks and Deep podcast, sponsored by Pucks and Deep. Pucks and Deep, we take your pucks and we put them in deep. All right. You've been saving that one up for a while, haven't you? No, I literally just made it up. Oh, okay. Uh, so it is, what month is it? May? I don't know. Some What year is it? Honestly? Uh, I think it's 2020, although I'm not sure. Um, I've lost all sense of time. Yeah, so it's been it's been weird. Uh, the best part is our last episode. Uh, I titled "The Boys Are Back." No, them boys are back. Well, okay, let's. I I made a typo, <laughs> and then I corrected it before anyone noticed except for me, and me, and you. God damn it. Okay, so uh, the boys are back, and then the boys died, uh, because yeah. everything died. Um, you were ahead of the curve on this one. I was. Well, I was technically supposed to be quarantining when we were doing that podcast, so not really ahead of the curve. Okay, but... well, good job. Now you've went ahead and you know spoiled yourself, and the feds are going to come track you down, and you're patient zero. Yes, none of this was my fault. None and if it was, fault. it was your fault, really. Why is it my fault? I don't know. That's, that's how our government does it, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, that's fair. So um, we are at our respective homes about... I don't know, 45 minutes away in person. Uh, I am in my office. I have my lovely Pucks and Deep banner. Um, and you are in your house. You have a Supreme skateboard? Yeah, I have two. You have two? Oh, my God. I am in my house, my office, with my shark blanket behind me and my lovely piece of coffee art I have in the background. That's actually very nice. I like that. Um, I also have this. This, uh, like a sign like this was actually relatively difficult to find. And this is obviously not the right one, but like that little sign that they give away for like the Sharks games, like the Alaska Airline one, yeah. they actually um, don't like sell them easily. It's very strange. That sign looks like it's from 1999, Alex. Okay, it's not, but sure. Uh, we're trying something new because we can't play hockey. Um, so we're streaming live on Twitch. We have no viewers currently, but we might have one viewer at some point in the future that isn't related to us. I'm, I'm the one viewer right now. I'm the one watching <laughs> our stream. Yeah. Uh, watch your uh, pod podception. Um, so, yeah, uh, we have some stuff to talk about hockey related. We have some stuff to talk about sharks related. Um, we could go through the timeline of the shutdown and all that BS, but I don't really think that makes sense. Um, instead, I, I just... mean, we're all living through this hell right now. It doesn't make sense for us to relive it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, one piece of news that I don't think you know or you may not have seen. Um, former, uh, I don't know if it was ever your teammate, but Ken Felton. Remember Ken Felton? I do know Ken Felton. He posted on Facebook that he went by San Mateo and the door was like unlocked and uh, the rink was melted as we knew. Um, huh? But the apparently people from Sharks Ice were there and they are re redoing the surface of the rink, which is pretty cool. So like were they re hired? redoing at the sand level. I guess they were hired by Ice Oasis to, to fix that, which is very cool. So um, that is a good thing that this pandemic has brought. Um, although so we might we, actually have good ice to play on for once? Well, 
Uh, it's unclear if that's going to happen in Redwood City as well, but the podcast recording hell known as San Mateo will have better ice, theoretically, when the pandemic is over. They already have better ice. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Um, also, uh, I guess not also. That was a terrible transition. Uh, have, you, uh, have you gained any weight? Do you feel out of shape? Because I feel like a fucking slug. I feel awful. Um, I haven't really gained any weight, but I haven't been working out, so I've lost a lot of muscle mass. You've lost muscle mass. Yeah. Mm. I've just yeah. been very slug, like unmotivated to work out. It's hard. Uh, I got, I got this. I got a VR headset, like the true nerd I am, and I've been working out in VR the last couple days. I am fucking sore. It's pathetic. Well, that's good. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Okay, you want to talk about um, some Sharks news? Uh, sure, yeah. Let's start it off with that. Go ahead. So the Sharks uh, made two signings yesterday. Um, or was it not yesterday? Uh, t- time has no two meaning anymore. Two, two days ago. <laughs> time um, is an one, illusion. One was a goalie named Alexei uh, Melnichuk, and the other was a forward center, maybe? Frederick Handmark. They sound European. So, well, Alexei Melnichuk played in uh, Russia. Is he from Russia? He is from Russia. Goddamn Russians. Um, he played for Ska. St. Petersburg? Yeah. Mm. Um, apparently, he's good. How old is I he? I mean, I don't know how old he is, actually. Yeah, the but, uh, apparently, he posted good numbers. Oh, he's 21. Okay, so he's a he's a very green goalie. Yeah, but he had a nine nine three save percentage with one point six eight goals against. In the so. KHL. Yeah, KHL. So he's playing KHL twenty one. Yes. Cool. Well, uh, I read there was once there was someone who was uh, split between going to San Jose or going to Vegas. Was this him? It was probably him. Yeah. Because yeah. the other guy, Frederick Handemark, was split between going to Detroit and San Jose. Two rebuilding teams. Yeah. <laughs> but Hannemark is a little older. He is, I think, 27. Oh, wow. Um, he was uh, the captain of his uh, Swedish Hockey League. Swedish but Elite League. Um, he could be the next Melker Carlson, Jonas Donskoy, Marcus Sorensen. That's what they're hoping uh, for. What's, who's the other one? Anti Suomela. There's been one a summer, I feel yeah. like. Oh, he's, yeah, he's 26 right now, but he's going to be 27 in August. Okay, cool. Um, he didn't have a great year, 38 points, but uh, apparently he's 6'4", 210. Well, so. I mean, that, that's what the NHL needs now is big, strong people. Maybe <laughs> can't skate. hopefully a better Lukash Raw deal. Oh, God. Someone who actually plays. like That's a name I haven't heard of in a while. Hockey. So we have to make certain assumptions talking about the hockey season. Like, are we assuming that ignoring this season because the sharks aren't going to make any sort of playoffs and if they do that the, the playoffs are stupid and they shouldn't um which we will get to yeah uh, is there a season next season yes okay so we're assuming there's a season next season who coaches that team well i've read articles multiple articles saying that bugner pretty much has the job currently should he have the job I mean, they were trending up. They were playing were they? a better system. They were. I felt like they were. There was like some uh, some statistic about either Oddman Rush's 
or shots in the high slot. I think it was Odd Man Rushes where where before, they were giving up more Odd Man Rush or less. Odd yeah, Man before Bugner, it was like atrocious, and sure. um, with him, they were like fourth or fifth. In the what was their record? I actually don't know. Yeah, the season was so long ago. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it was just so many days, so many months, so many eons. Yeah, it's weird. Um, okay, interesting. I'd be okay with giving him another year. I mean, an actual full year now that they know the system and this whole thing is so strange. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the Sharks should do. Like, it's such a nightmare scenario. Uh, the only I mean, thing who... yeah, you were gonna say, go ahead. Who who would they hire? Gallant. Like, I mean, there's no other coaches really available. I I'm a Laviolette fan personally, or Boudreaux. <laughs> Which you you really hate one of them, right? I hate I hate Bruce Boudreau. Why? Because he's a terrible playoff hockey coach. He has a great but the, regular season system, amazing. Sure. But as soon as he's figured out in the playoffs, he can't adapt that system. But the Sharks are such winners in the playoffs. They always hey, win they in clutch to, situations. They've, they've made it to a cup. Like Boudreaux's, I don't think any of Boudreaux's team has have no, ever they, made they it. Haven't, they haven't. They haven't. They haven't got out. Of, I actually don't think they made it out of the conference finals. Or, yeah, I don't think they've gotten out of the second round. Yeah. They may have once. Uh, and his, his records in Game 7 are very bad. But the Sharks' record in Game 7 are less bad because they're the Sharks are the best, clearly. Um, it, I, I, I am fine with, um, with Bugner. I still hold true that if the Sharks had had a full season – and they had fired Bugner in like early January. Boer, you mean? What? Sorry, if they, they had fired DeBoer in like early January, they would have followed the exact trajectory that the St. Louis Blues followed, would have been exact, and they would be winning the Stanley Cup soon. I still don't agree with that because you have Martin Jones in net and not Jordan Bennington. Well, we just have to hire this Alexi Malarchuk guy. What was his name again? Was it what was his name again? Alexi Malarchuk. Oh, the new the new the new goaltender. It's not Malarchuk. It's not Clint Malarchuk. It's someone else. Wait, the goaltending coach? Yeah. Or... The goaltender. The one that we just signed. Yes. Uh, Alexi Melnichuk. Melnichuk, not Malarchuk. Okay, well, he's the new Jordan Bennington, and he signed too late. Well, I'm wondering if Nabby actually had help convincing him to sign with us. Oh, interesting theory. I like that. Because of Nabby being a Russian goaltender, and sure. I'm sure. Well, Nabby's Kazakh. Remember. Yeah, but he's. Come he on. He played for Scott too. Did Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay, I'll take a word for it. Yeah, when he left the Sharks, he played for Scott. And Tried to come played... back to the Red Wings. Right, went to the Islanders. And the Islanders picked him up. What a clusterfuck that. Got was. suspended for the rest of the season because he refused to report. Wow. Okay, we have our first comment. Live on Twitch. Uh, and and I think that I think that's Russ. Pretty confident that's Russ. What about wheeling out a bunch of bricks and mortar and we hire Mason to build a wall during the game? See, Chris Mason, not a great goalie, but he would uh, fit in with the beards on the team. Hit a big beard. Yeah. Not a good goalie. Not a good goalie. Um, yeah, Russ, I don't know if uh, bricklaying is, is uh, allowed in the NHL, but post pandemic NHL, who knows? It could be anything. Yeah. It's it crazy. It, it's shooters. Okay. Um, you want to talk about potential playoff formats? 
Yeah, so NHL kind of announced today. Do they announce something? No, well, you know, it's There's like, so many, like, like we're going to leak this idea to a reporter yeah. and see what people think. So reporters are announcing that there's a possibility of a 24-team um, tournament. Yep. So uh, essentially they would take the, the rankings. And do you know why it's 24 teams and not 16 teams? No, I don't. Why is that? Because I believe the 23rd and 24th teams are Montreal and Chicago which are two huge markets, which they don't want to lose the TV ratings for. So that's why they're all gung-ho about expanding the playoffs in order to get those big markets in for a quote-unquote playoff push. Interesting. So I have a couple issues with this. Okay. Issue number one is what do you do with the draft lottery? And do the teams like, let's say, Chicago, mm -hmm. are they ineligible for the draft lottery? Because I'm pretty confident that uh, Chicago knows they're bad. And we can talk about Chicago firing their their president soon, but um, they would much rather be eligible for the draft lottery, I think, than play a couple useless games. Oh, absolutely. So that is uh, not beneficial for them. Um, uh, I think the Sharks should take Chicago's spot, and the Sharks should be ineligible for the draft lottery because, of course, the Sharks don't get that pick. Well, we and, have a first-round pick, but it's just very, very low. And it's not the Sharks. Yeah. Oh, right. So, um, yeah, I th what I think they should do is I think they should do a – they should ask every club if they want to play these playoff games and then give them the number, like, like seed them the proper way because there are some teams that I think will decide and may piss off their fans to not play and instead – go into the draft lottery Interesting. and i i don't i no one has suggested that that's just my idea and i don't think it'll work it has other problems as well but yeah. it's interesting so a 2014 playoff keep going where would it be played and they're trying to pick neutral sites i think vegas was thrown out as one. Oh, i haven't heard that before i've heard uh, north dakota yeah north dakota is also one um hartford i heard i don't know why quebec city has not been mentioned um, do they still have a rink out there? They do. So I don't neutral site games with no fans where yeah. they would like create a quarantine zone and you wouldn't be allowed to enter or leave and everyone would have to be tested before they enter. Yep. And, and that would be everyone. If it's 24 teams, right? That's speaking of, have you seen the test to test for coronavirus? I mean, there's a bunch of different tests, I think. No, there's one test, and it's the most nightmare what, the, the, thing. The nasal, the nasal the, thing? The, the, yeah, the fucking yeah. Q-tip straight into the nasal passage. <laughs> you don't like that? No. Okay. I don't buy with that. Um, I've been playing, uh, playing Half-Life Alex with the headset, and let me tell you that, that is, that's not scary. That's not nightmare fuel. Having a head crab jumping at your face in virtual reality, that's nightmare <laughs> fuel. Um, yeah, but that's only visual. You don't feel like a. Oh, thing I feel it. Okay. okay, I feel okay. it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> seriously, you got to try this shit, dude. It's so cool. I am. All right, moving on. So, uh, I do say moving on a lot. You do. Okay. Um, I think it's an interesting idea. Uh, I I'm Jones in for some hockey. Also, it's a little frustrating that the team that I care about decided to take a dump in the season where something different and new could could happen but, but honestly like, this was probably the best season for them to take a dump 
I disagree. They should have taken a dump next season. I honestly feel like this because is because of the first round for Carlson to at least recover from oh, his Oh, sure, sure. It's it's good from a recovery standpoint, but um, I I think it would have been better for this to happen next season for a couple of reasons. One, Marlowe would have hit his his uh, all-times game played leader. That's going to be my train. That's going to be my drum. I swear to fucking God. I mentioned this last episode or two episodes to go. If Doug Wilson does not re-sign Patrick Marlowe so he can hit the all-times game played list, I am going to lose my mind. That is completely unacceptable. The team is rebuilding. It doesn't take any effort or anything. They need to do it. But Wilson went on record saying that if they want to, if he wants to come back, he can. I don't remember him saying that, but I don't care. He's a snake. I can tell by his hair; it's all slicked back. No. Oh. And he better do it. Doug is a great guy. Uh, yes, I know. A close personal friend with Doug Wilson. I've known him for years. <laughs> you met him once, you mean? Yeah, very close. Uh, well, I sat next to Joe Will, assistant GM on an airplane. Very nice guy. Yes, I've heard this story many times. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's my drum. But uh, Thornton wouldn't be as old and wouldn't have, you know, it, we would have known how he'd be, how effective he'd be. Um, now, yes, Couture getting healed and Hurdle getting Hurdle. healed and Carlson getting healed theoretically would be better but uh the biggest thing is they'd have their first pick still so um that's just like not having the first overall or the first round pick makes this entire season just a write-off mm -hmm. if they had just sucked next season then that entire season would have been a write-off and they could have just given away that pick but there isn't a franchise player next year and there's two franchise players this year so it's a little frustrating but I still think it was a good trade. But, yeah. Um, well, honestly, what happens to LeBanc at the end of the season? Yeah, that, that's the only question mark. Uh, I don't know what happens to the cap. If the cap stays flat, then... Um, yeah, because the cap is supposed to jump huge. Yeah, I mean... This offseason. If the cap... I'd have to pull up cap-friendly. But I don't think they lose LeBanc because Dylan's off the books. Who else is off the books? Dylan was only like 2.5, 3.2. Yeah, but 3. LeBanc 5. didn't play great this season. So he, he yeah. lost himself a lot of money. Uh, True. He was probably worth, what, $4 million a year? Oh, absolutely not. Not with the way that... No, 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 no. He was worth 4 when he no, signed he the one year. he was worth like 6 Okay, well, I mean, I don't think he was as good as Timo. But that's just that's just how free agency... Well, okay. He, well, he wouldn't have been a free agent. He would have been an RFA. He's an RFA regardless, right? So... Let's assume his ceiling was six. What do you think he's worth now? Three? Two and a half? Four. Yeah. So if they give him like a long term, like up to at least 26 year at four million, I think that's a good kind of, hey, we scratched your back. Here's a check for 16 grand. Or sorry, 16 grand. Jesus, $16 million. Um, Here's a check for 16 grand. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Take that $16 million check straight to the bank. Uh, La Bank, if sorry, um, I'm out of practice. Yeah, so I think he's the only one that you really have to worry about losing. Uh, but I'd have to look at Cat Friendly and double check that. Uh, I'm also super super bummed that Goudreau left because he's he's so freaking valuable. 
I he love, is, but I love Barkley Goodrow. But he got a first, we got a first round pick out of him, which is great. Unfortunately, that first round pick is in a draft when we have no idea when it is. So our UFAs are Melker Carlson. Okay, he's worth two million. Max. Joe Thornton. He's worth one million next season. Stefan Nason. He's worth one million or two, maybe two million. So what is that? Nine, nine, nine two five, I think, would probably be his contract. Sure. Okay, so that's five million dollars. Tim Heed. Uh, I don't know if he's needed anymore at this he's point, gone. but yeah. Brandon Davidson also he was gone. Awful. Oh man. Uh, Aaron Dell. One million. Dalton Prout. Gone. He played half a game. Not even half a game. Unreal. He played, I think, one period of the first game and then, like, two shifts of the game he came back. It's incredible. What a waste of money. And then besides that, Jake Middleton is an RFA. He'll be back. Tumala is an RFA. He'll probably be back. Uh, Joel Shellman. He'll definitely be back. Uh, Kevin LeBanc. Okay, and then how much cast space is there? That was, like, maximum, maximum eight or nine million dollars uh I, I guess you'd have to add the three numbers up yeah um and then estimate what the cap is going to be it would be so detrimental on the nhl's business to uh lower the cap so i don't think they're going to do that i'm pretty confident they're not going to do that yeah but i think players are just worried about escrow yeah sure do you do you understand how escrow works are you confident that you understand that can no, you not necessarily. can you try and explain it because i think i understand it but i don't know if i can explain it which means i probably don't understand like, it. it's like a percentage of the advertising money that they get in gets filtered into all the players so the percentage of the of what the league makes in advertising money well it's not just advertising money it's also gate revenue it's yeah. all hockey related revenue right so they take the hockey related revenue number put it in a pot Put it in a pot, divide it by uh, 50-50, because that's what they negotiated in the last CBA, and then they estimate that for the next year, and then they divide that number by 31, or maybe not by 31. They divide that number somehow, and they get to the salary cap number, and then you get a percentage taken out of your each paycheck based on the difference between actual revenues and estimated revenues, and so if actual revenue was you know, a two thirds or a third less then your paycheck is going to get cut by 33%. Uh, and that's, that's the most succinct definition. I don't know how accurate that is. I think that's relatively accurate, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. So the players understand that escrow is going to happen and it just has to. Um, and they're so, I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, here's the other thing. Like, put yourself in the Sharks position or the LA Kings, you know, fucking Drew Doey. Um, he is not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. He's getting paid $11 million a year. Yeah. He has gone on record saying that the year that we had the World Cup or the, the NHL, the World Cup, before the regular season, he was hurt that entire season. Why, and, and they are put into a playoff situation or a training camp. They're not getting paid in the playoffs. Players never get paid in the playoffs. I thought you get playoff bonuses. Uh, sure, you get bonuses. But I don't... Drew Daddy negotiated his salary or his contract himself. 
and left out a bunch of the playoff bonuses because he's a moron. He also left out lockout protection because he's an idiot. <laughs> um, but I don't think Drew Doughty is going to come and play at all. Why would he? Yeah. Like, the Red Wings, the the Ducks, the Sharks, the Kings, the... Who else sucks? The Senators. That's about it. The people that were, like, truly out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There's probably one more, two more that I'm missing. But I, I don't know why they would do it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. The Devils. Thank you. The Devils. Uh, actually, I, I listened to an interview with, with Subban, and he was like, we were really firing at all cylinders at the end there. And I couldn't tell if that was just Subban being a cheerleader or true. I haven't looked at the numbers, but... Um, well, apparently, um, John Stevens was inter- interviewed for the Devils head coaching position. So was Gallant. Yep. Um, but I, I think Nazardine will get it, is my guess. He's the interim currently, yeah, right? But I, I think he'll get it. But yeah, it, the entire thing is weird. Hockey's weird. Well, how do you feel about the neutral site games? I mean, I'm not really... I, I obviously miss hockey, but I'm not, like, dying to watch sports sure. where I feel like my life would be unfulfilled if I didn't watch anything. Yeah, um, you have WoW. <laughs> sure. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like everything everything is just being rushed. Um, yep. But I guess if this is a way to do it, I'm fine with that. So if the Sharks were in a playoff position, maybe a cup favorite, like top five, and this happened, what would you want to do then? Would you want to have, like, I'm totally fine if they just end the season right now. No yeah. no Stanley Cup, but that's because my team is, or my favorite team is not going to do anything. If I, mean, I was I, in a different situation, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely would have a different motivation if, the Sharks were still in it, but even if, like, they were, like, sixth, I'd kind of be like, eh. Like, they would have to be, like, perennial, like, this could have been our year kind of thing, I feel. I'm pretty yeah. sure if we go back and listen, I think it was the Sharks' year last year. And the year before that, if we had a podcast. And the year before that, if we had a podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Sad. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. The entire thing is weird, and... I'm just happy that people are healthy, I guess, is the right way to look. Oh, um, here's an interesting question. Do you know anyone affected by COVID-19? Personally? Yeah. Um, I know people who know people. Okay. So there, there is a degree of separation there, but I don't know anyone in my immediate circle. So my dad's first cousin once removed. No, first cousin in-law my dad's first cousin's husband um was in, on a respirator for in toronto for like a month a yeah. long time a long time and my family is very poor at communicating apparently uh they were like at the time when he was admitted to the hospital there were like 200 people hospitalized for coronavirus in ontario and he was one of them oh wow um and, uh, yeah, um, I just got a video of him 
being clapped out in a wheelchair and he's home now which is great and he's recovered so uh he's like in his 70s and has lung problems so he was like the highest of high risk yeah and all of his family is tested negative um but yeah there you go now you know another person that knows someone um so yeah uh russ says several at least one i assume he's talking about people that have been affected by coronavirus yeah, yeah. so yeah um that was kind of a somber subject. Is there anything else you would like to talk about before we head on to our activity? Yeah, I want to talk about Brendan Leipzig. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about misogyny. That sounds great. Yeah. So uh, just for a quick summary, uh, Brendan Leipzig, it wasn't him. It was someone in that chat group. No, it was Brendan Leipzig also. Well, someone got their phone hacked. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Um, I wasn't sure what you someone, were saying. Someone in that group chat got their phone hacked. And... Uh, they release screenshots of conversations that Brendan Leipzig, his brother, and a couple other people were having um, about an array of things. But most importantly, the Haban subjects were Tanner Pearson's wife, who oh, Leipzig apparently called like a fat cow a bunch of it times. It was Tanner Pearson's wife. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that was that was released. Um, uh, his line mates in Washington. I didn't even remember that guy was on was on the Capitals, to be yeah. honest. He um, was a Maple Leaf, and then he got picked up in the expansion draft? He got picked up by the expansion draft. And then traded? Waved. Or he's waived? He, I, think, I think he got waived, and then the Kings picked him up. He was and a king? Got, and then he got waived by the Kings. Oh, man. This guy's a real winner. Yeah. He um, must have talent if he keep getting picked up by teams. But I think the biggest – because, you know, it's obviously like – Beast and that kind of things like talking about kills and like all that like sure. dumb locker room hockey stuff but uh specifically singling out players wives and um uh, i think he called his line mates like fucking losers or fucking nerds or something like garnet that. hathaway and nick dowd apparently yeah. are his current line mates yeah he was uh because they like did a podcast or something and someone took a screenshot and he's like i can't believe that they're my line mates with fucking losers or some shit like that that's nice. That's nice. So he was traded to the Canucks from the Knights for Philip Holm, and then he was waived by the Canucks to the Kings. Um, and he got, apparently he did like some half-assed apology. Yeah, he apologized and deleted his Instagram. Yeah, um, his brother got kicked out of his AHL <laughs> team or whatever team he was on. Yeah, like I, I am a hundred percent you know, anti-misogyny and I consider myself a feminist and I've considered myself a feminist for my entire life. But if his brother didn't say anything bad and was just in that group text, I don't know if that's grounds to kick him off of his hockey team. Like not telling your brother that you're being a piece of shit in a group text is different than saying it yourself. True. So he could have very easily called up his brother and said, yo, stop it in that group text. You're being a piece of shit. But how do we, we don't really know. We only have we don't know that he's of, of, of what Leipzig sure. said. So then you assume that his brother is also a piece of shit and yeah. kick him out of his college hockey team? Like, come on. Yeah. That seems I a mean, little unnecessary. I'm sure that there are screenshots of him saying the same thing. Well, so. And then, then, yeah, fuck him. He can go die. Um, 
So I, I don't know the whole story. I never actually read the, the, the texts. Oh, there, I, there are a ton. He talks about like doing cocaine and like <laughs> Molly and there's, there's a lot. Are they green bubbles with. or blue bubbles? Well, it's Instagram. Oh, it's yeah. Instagram. That's even yeah. worse. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's always going to be like guy talk and locker room talk, but that's fine. You know, it's just, I mean, girls do it too. It's just like everyone just when they're with their friends talk, like they're degenerates. There's nothing wrong with that. But as soon as you like start going after like people's wives and like, I don't know, there's, there's a line that you don't cross. And I don't know, he just like reading what he said, it came off really scumbaggy. I mean, he is 25. Um, he's young. He's stupid. He has never really had a real job in his life. He's probably gone through the hardships that he's gone through are very different than normal hardships. Um, probably never had to be held accountable for his actions before yeah. either. Uh, it's oh, apparently his uh, his mother was a Olympic gymnast. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so yeah, it's it's frustrating. Um, I, think I think this is hilarious. Is that Garnet Hathaway can beat the shit out of Leipzig too? Well, then he'll spit on him too, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's frustrating, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the misogyny is going away, and I think people are in general getting better. Uh, I've never discussed this before with you, but like in the stereotypical like school, obviously we don't have them here in the Bay Area. But if you think of like a hockey player in high school, you think of a frat boy, big douchebag. Yeah. But then you hear about all these stories about how hockey players are the most kind and nice and down-to-earth people where do the frat boys just not make it to the nhl or do they just change at some point or or what because it seems so like stark like the number of like piece of shit hockey players out of like that are currently in the, in the nhl like there's 700 something players in the nhl the number of like true pieces of crap seems you know small Less than ten percent. So what that is? That's all organizational PR and I. I mean, no, maybe, is, maybe. they take they take speech classes. They take. Sure. So you think you the know, NHL rehabilitates them from their douchebag frat boy? No, they pretty much say don't get caught for your douchebag oh, frat sure. boyness. Sure. Because, you know, we don't know how they are outside of what we see oh. in interviews and. I mean, you hear stories. True, but, I mean, far few between. Sure. Yeah, it's just interesting, like, because that's not true with, say, the NBA or the NFL. A football player in the, you know, the stereotypical high school football player and the stereotypical NFL football player are, uh, and I'm going to insult all football players here, dumb, you know, giant people that are talented but appear to be pieces of shit. And that's true on and off the field. I was going to say on and off the ice. <laughs> I honestly think that's also like a cultivated image that the NHL is trying to portray that yeah. it's more of a gentleman's game and not barbaric. Yet fighting is allowed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I still don't understand that. Maybe we can have that as a, a hot button topic next week. Hot cross buns. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you like to discuss our... Uh, activity for the week. 
Sure. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down a list of teams and we are going to decide what we feel like in our opinions are the best three on like three man team, essentially. And like we're an doing overtime line. Yeah. So in overtime, you have every team in the league. What is their three man lineup? Yeah. And this is current today's rosters. Yes. Okay. And are we including uh, injuries? injured players? Yes. Okay. So injury players. And then as of the la- as of the stoppage, how about that? Like in, in February. Um, would you like to start from, how would you like to start? Let's, uh, start Western Conference. How about that? Okay. Western Conference. Let's go from the first place team in the Western Conference. You are St. Louis Blues with 94 points. Fuck the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. So I would go, uh, Petrangelo on defense. That is, uh, um, would you? What, you would go Pareko? Mm, Pareko or Vince Dunn? Uh, no, I would still go Petrangelo. Okay. Um, Ryan O'Reilly. Or Justin Falk? No, not Justin Falk. What about Jay Bomeister? He's alive in this scenario. He's he's dead. (laughs) Um, okay. So, I mean, Petrangelo is the correct answer. Um, Ryan O'Reilly. Petrangelo, O'Reilly. Okay, there is a correct next answer. Um, Tarasenko. Yes, that is the correct answer. Uh, I agree... Although, I think that uh, Vince Dunn might actually be a good option. He's fucking sneaky good, dude. Okay, Colorado. This one, I think, is really, really easy. So, Colorado, I'd go Nathan McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Um... What are you What are you contemplating? Randon or Landis Cog? Oh, come on. There's no question. It's Randon. I don't know, man. I love... I, I, have, I have a crush on Landis Cog. Just because of his hair? No, and he's the nicest person ever. See? That's what I'm saying. All NHL players. Super nice. Well, no, he's actually... I've met him in person. We're good friends. Um, <sighs> Jesus. Fun, fun, funnily enough. Fun, funnily. Funnily. That's not a word. Um, I found some old footage... Um, of my head cam from uh, unreleased from... footage. Yeah, Puck's and Deep exclusive. Yeah, really? I was watching. I was watching it today. And who was it? What session was it of? It was. I I found sessions of Lanniskog, Drew, uh, Sedin's, uh, Corey Schneider. And weren't they all just the nicest guys? Schneider was great. Drew was kind kind of. He was nice, but like kind of standoffish. Mm. Uh, Landis was amazing. The twins were hilarious. See, it's because they're Swedish. Okay, uh, so you're not sure if it's if it's McKinnon, Landis and Kale McCarr on defense, obviously. Yeah, Kale yeah. McCarr. Um, I think it's it's got to be Ranton and McKinnon McCarr. What are you looking up? I'm just looking up the rankings, standings. Okay. All right. Um, next team? Dallas. Dallas. Or, no, Vegas is the next. Oh, it is? Yeah. Is this ranking wrong? Uh, what rankings are you looking at? Are you looking at my points? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Vegas would be... Um... I think you go three forwards here. 
Petretti. Mm. No. Mm. Wild Bill. Yeah. Um, Maybe Evo Petretti. Yeah, I mean Mark Stone. I think is your defenseman on this line. I think Mark you, Stone, you play three Bill. forwards. And who else? I gotta look up the roster. For this I one. mean, you have Riley Smith. You have Marchesso. You have Stastny. You have Ryan Reeves. You have, <laughs> you have Tuck. You have Nate Schmidt, Shea Theodore, Brady. Oh, McNabb. I would go. I mean, Theodore, or sorry, Theodore's good. Yeah, Schmidt's Theodore, good. Theodore Schmidt. What would Peter DeBoer do? Carlson. <laughs> what the fuck? Carlson and Stone. I would go Stone. Ooh, I'd probably Brandon go Stone, <laughs> Stone Carlson, Smith. I'd probably do the S K S line. There it is. Wow, that's probably what I do. Yeah, that one's hard. the The Knights are weird. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be winning anything. It's frustrating. Um. Okay. Next up, Edmonton. Edmonton Oilers. Um. David. No, no. I think that guy sucks. Um. Um. Pool party. <laughs> pool party pool yarby oh he's not on that team but okay i know i'm just kidding oh, okay is that what is that a thing calling him pool party yeah oh, i haven't heard that before oh yeah it's a big thing okay. chris russell and mike green no i'm kidding oh god uh mcdavid and and, and dry Sandler are the two obvious ones who's the third yeah. that's actually hard i don't know the correct answer here ethan bear probably or darnell nurse not nurse or cleft bomb Clefbaum would be a good choice. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. Kaylee Yamamoto. Yeah. He was plus 17, Yamamoto. He's good. For a tiny guy, he's good. Mm. Gives me hope. I'm a tiny guy, too. No. No, you're not. <laughs> Dallas. Dallas, you go with... Uh, Pavelski. Corey Perry. Perry. And... No. Um... Tyler Sagan, obviously. So here is the interesting one. Do you go with... Well, Martin Hansel still on that team? No, he's, um, he's injured. You go. You either go with Brad Jiloff or Ben. But Ben has been awful this year. You ready? Sagan, you go with Heiskanen, Klingberg. Oh, Heiskanen. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to go double D. Oh, yeah. Double Ds, baby. I don't know about that. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I don't know about no, that. No, you don't know about that? No. All right. Winnipeg. Uh, Dustin Bufflin Winnipeg. is not on the team. Yes. Um, you go with uh, Blake Wheeler. Um, Patrick Laine. Oh, that's an incorrect answer, but okay. Oh, really? You go with Ehlers? No. You're forgetting someone. His name kind of sounds like a sneeze. Shifley. Oh, Mark Shifley. <laughs> you do you do three forwards here. Yeah, because their D is terrible. Yeah. I mean, they do have Dylan Demello and Dmitry Kulikov. And Lucas Pisa. And Neil Pionk. Um, oh. I mean, they honestly might go with with Pionk. Uh... Shifley and Wheeler. Yeah, Shifley and Wheeler. 
I mean, that's a good three. There, There's no good answer here. The Jets suck. It's interesting. Some teams are like, it's cut and dried. Like, this is what you're doing. And some of them are like, weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Calgary. Calgary. Uh, um, Milan Lucic. Zach Ronaldo. And Matthew Chuck. And Michael Stone. Uh, we go Sean Monaghan for sure. Okay. I don't know if that's uh-huh. a for sure, but okay. Oh, absolutely for sure. Isn't, isn't, what's his face? Oh, no, Chuck's a left wing. Okay. Um, Giordano. And now you have the Gaudreau. Kachuk. Kachuk reference or issue. I'd go Gaudreau. He's better in open ice. All right. I actually, I mean, Gaudreau's good at like deking through people. I don't know if he's going to be great at three on three. I haven't watched him much on three on three. I think he's good. That's interesting. I think he'd be fine. He okay. just doesn't do well in playoffs because he doesn't get the calls anymore. Is that why you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, Predators. The Purds. This is hard, too, because you might have a 2D here. Phil, For- uh, Phil Forsberg. Okay. Um... Rocco Grimaldi. Ryan Johansson. Matthew Shane. Victor Roman- Arvidsson. Roman Yossi. Yeah. I think that's a given. And then who's your third? Is it Ryan Ellis? No. No. Uh-uh. I'd even go with like Duchesne. I think the correct answer here is Forsberg, Arvidsson, Yossi. Oh, Arvidsson. Interesting. Yeah, two little fast fin- or Swedes and a Swiss at the back. That's a hard one, actually. I don't know. Duchesne's the same. Good at good in open ice, you know. But he's not that fast. True. Yeah, that that one's hard. Okay, I'm gonna try and do the rest of these by memory. By memory. Yeah. Very impressive. Okay, I will correct you. Uh, the Canucks. This one I think is very easy. Uh. Very Pedersen? easy. Pedersen. Besser. Yep. Bo Horvat. Oh, uh, what's his name? Quinn Hughes. Yeah, Quinn Hughes. So, I mean, there's a couple other options here, like uh, Bo Horvat or Jay Beagle. No, there, there's no other <laughs> correct answers. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's pretty easy. Uh, yeah. Okay, this one's hard. Really hard, because this team is... The awful. Coyotes. No. The Wild. Oh, the Wild. Oh. Eric Stahl. I don't know the right answer here. I mean, uh, is it Ryan Suter still? For yeah, sure. it's Ryan Suter for sure. Is it like Zuccarello and Parise? Is it Stahl and Fiala? I think Fiala is there. Fiala, yeah. Is it Fiala and Donato? Fiala and Zuccarello is too small. Oh, that's not a problem. I mean, you got five eight and five ten. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, I Stahl, honestly. Stahl and Fiala. Yeah. With uh, interesting, and then I actually don't think you put Suter out there. I think you put Dumba or Burdine out there. Yeah. Or Burdine, Jonas Burdine's fucking good, dude. I would go with Dumba. You think? So? Yeah. He's Filipino. Is he Filipino? Yeah. I thought he was. Is he Filipino black? Yeah. Really? I'm gonna look it up right now just to make sure, but I'm 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 almost hundred percent sure he's like half Filipino. Interesting. 
All right. I've been wrong before, though. <laughs> yes, you have, sir. Uh, Dumba, Dumba is of Filipino mother's side and Romanian and German father's side. Where? How is he black? Or is he He's not black? Not I thought he was black. No. I'm racist. But he gets the brownness from the Filipino side. So he's brown. So he still can't get a taxi cab. Yeah. Got it. Um, coyotes. <clears throat> this one's hard. Actually, I don't think this one's hard. This one's easy, and I love, I love it so much. Uh, Ekman Larson. Yeah, that is the that is the given. Um, Derek Stefan. No. No. Oh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. And Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel. Fuck yeah. I, for, I, I kind of forgot that they were on the team for Yeah, a right. Um, I think people will argue that Clayton Keller should be on there. Connor Garland, maybe. Finn. No. Yeah, but dude, Hall, Kessel would be unbelievable. You'd have two rockets streaking down either side, ripping shots. It'd be incredible. I'd be so down. That'd be fun. Also, they both seem like really good guys. Especially Phil. He's the best. Chicago. Hall's a douche. Really? Yeah. Oh. Seems like a nice guy. Chicago Blackhawks. Patrick Kane. Mm, is he any good? Alex Dabrinkit. I am not a Dabrinkit fan. Really? I don't like Dabrinkit. Um, who's the rookie? Kirby Doc. No. The one that... Oh. Uh, Dominique Kubelik. Yeah, Kubelik. So I would go Kane Kubelik. And then who's their defenseman? <laughs> I'm going to give you some options. Connor Murphy. <laughs> Brent Seabrook. Ole Mata. Duncan. Connor Seabrook. Slater Cuckoo. Uh, I think the answer might be Adam Boquist. It would actually be Duncan Keith. Yeah, probably. Duncan Keith, Pat, Pathic, Pathic, Patrick Kane. I think you've got to put Brandon Saad there. No, it's Kubelik, man. Sod's Maybe locked. you go... Full top 100 and go Taves, Canes, Keith. Oh, God. Yeah. Taves, Kane, Bickle. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Anaheim. Oh, my God, dude. I didn't realize that the Sharks legitimately ended with the least points in the Western they Conference. They have the least points. They're the worst team in the Pacific. Anaheim would be. Oh, brutal. Uh, Silverberg. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Max Steele. <laughs> Just kidding. Sam Steele. Sam Steele. Terry. Troy Terry. I don't think any of these are correct. Um, I think Ricard Raquel is the correct answer. I thought Raquel got traded. Yeah, I thought he did too. Why is he on this roster? He got traded to Boston. Yeah, he did. You're right. Why is he on this roster? What? Right? I'm not... No, I thought he did too. I he's he's not listed here. Wait, no, no, no. The other one got traded. No, wait, wait. I thought he did. Did he not get traded? Was it not Raquel? I thought he did. Yeah, why did there's no way we both thought he was traded and he wasn't. Is there another person that we're missing who got traded? Who's I'm the looking, other good I'm player? At the, roster, the Bruins roster. Nick Ritchie got traded. Oh, Casa. 
Kasha. Ah, Andre Kasha. He okay. was in the traded. That's right. So, That's yes, right. for Carter Kell. Yeah. Um, I would still go Silverberg. You think? I don't. I Okay, I, I have a, a hatred of Silverberg, but... That's a different issue, but uh, okay. And then Lindholm. Yeah, Lindholm's good. Um, so's or would you uh, go Ken Fowler? Yeah, so's Fowler. I would probably go in a different direction. I'd probably go Raquel Jones, Fowler, or Lindholm. I don't know, that team sucks. The fact they're better than the Sharks is depressing. Um, okay, L.A. L.A. Andre Kopitar. Still? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Kovalchuk. Just kidding. He's not on the team anymore. Uh, Drew Doughboy. Wait, Kovalchuk hasn't been on that team. He's had two teams since then. I know, I was just kidding. I said oh, just kidding. That's hilarious. Literally after I said it. I heard you. Um, Drew Doughty, and then I don't know who the third would be. Kempe, Iafalo, Brown, Lewis, Gabe Velarde. Uh, Kempe, I guess. Yeah, that's. Oof. Uh, that team is bad. Brutal. Yeah, more points than the Sharks. Uh, okay, and in the cellar, Austin Couture Hurdle. Uh, mm, I think that's correct, but I want to argue with you. Argue? Would you go Burns? I'd absolutely not go Burns. I might go Burns, Carlson, Hurdle. No, Couture's too clutch. What does it even mean? Can you see my eye roll there? Yes, I saw your eye roll. What does that mean, too clutch? Wait, wait, come on. He's clutch. No, he's clutching. All right, I, I, fine. I hurdle at his powers is is fucking unstoppable, dude. Yeah, he's so good. All right, we're halfway through. Or do you want to save this for next week? Uh, we're at about an hour. We're at fifty six minutes. Yeah, but then we also started recording really early. Uh, not on the Zoom. I'm looking. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's let's save this for next week. Let's do the okay. Eastern Conference next week. Um. Cool. So you want to try and do this next week? Next Thursday, maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Go live on Twitch again. Russ, are you still watching? Tell us if you're watching. We have and two viewers right now. We'll answer a question for you, maybe live, other other than a bunch of brick-and-mortar people, uh, Masons. Um, what have you been binging other than WoW? Have you watched anything good? Mark? What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched anything good or interesting? What have you been doing other than playing WoW? Um, I, I watched all of Glee. All of Glee? Yeah. That shit went downhill after the second season. It did. No, third season was still good. Third season? Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm a big, big music guy, so. That's cute. I like that. Which, do you I, like the Pitch Perfect movies? Oh, I love Pitch Perfect. Although just the first one, right? No, so the second one was okay. I haven't seen the third one. It looked really bad. Um, besides that, Marissa and I started Breaking Bad for the first time. All right. I got a bone to pick about Breaking Bad. How, how many episodes are you in? We're in the third season right now. Third season? Yeah. Have you seen a tortoise in a desert yet? Yeah. Okay. I stopped watching after that episode. Why? It would... 
I didn't like it at all. It was dumb. The first six episodes were boring as for first maybe four episodes until that body got like melted with the chemicals. That was just boring. And it's predictable and it's stupid. Sure, it's well made. I'm I'm I was never a fan. I mean, we didn't like it the first time we watched it either, and then we our second watch again. through. We're we're kind of getting through it. Honestly, I, there are parts of the story that are like unbearable for me to watch. Um, it's just like had, the, like the wife, the whole wife subplot. I just don't there. like any of the characters. Yeah. None of them are relatable. Like, if I had cancer and I had to feed my family, I would not sell meth. There's fucking other things you can do than selling meth. Not if you live in the Albuquerque. ABQ. No, come on. Um, Russ has been watching Adventure Time, according to Russ. Also, he wants to know if you like musicals. I love musicals. What's your favorite musical? Hamilton. <sighs> we talked about this, too. Wait, you don't like Hamilton? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I... Yeah, he was the father of Malcolm. Yeah, he was in the father of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Uh, Walter White. Um, okay. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, sure. I have a couple of uh, mental deficiencies. I will admit, yeah, no one, shit. Of, one of <laughs> one, <laughs> one of those mental deficiencies is I have a difficulty. I have difficult time speaking and understanding lyrics in music. Oh, so you hate rap? I You're one of those hate guys. Rap, not necessarily because it's bad music, which it is. But because I can't understand the words. When I hear a song, I don't listen to it for the lyrics. I listen to it for the melody and the beat. I never listen to it for the lyrics. I don't give a fuck. You could ask me my favorite it's a song. Musical. Right. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's different. It's a sing musical. The problem. Literally, the, the dialogue is. And the, that's my issue. I like musicals where there is something other than spoken, or sorry, other than sung words. Every single song in that, or every single word of that fucking play is sung. I know, I love it. And I on top of that, it. I don't like rap or hip hop. And this is the most white thing you've ever said to me. It, so, my problem is I saw it in San Francisco with Sonia. Sonia was like singing or mouthing every single word yep. to it because she knows yep. every single word to it. So I what? specifically did not listen to the lyrics or the, any of the music beforehand, because I wanted it to be a surprise. That was a huge, massive mistake. If I had, because I was trying to follow the story, and it takes like 100% of my CPU power to listen and decode what's happening. Once if you I, know the story, though, yeah, I'm sure it's, lyrics, it's much better. And then you watch it, it's incredible. Uh, I mean, I, I was a, a theater tech guy in high school I and college. I the, the staging was incredible. The acting and the singing was great. It just I I had to spend all of my effort listening to it. Also, it cannot be as good as everyone says it is. It, it cannot. Really is. No, no, it, it's not. I'm sorry. It really is. Uh, my favorite musical is probably Book of Mormon, which is fucking incredible. Book of Mormon is also very very good. Um, uh, Russ says spoiler: Hamilton gets shot. Ewen Burr. Ewen Burr. Um, you should absolutely start. Um, Glee, Russ, because yes. it's a mix of of Broadway musical songs and like pop top songs. forty songs. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Glee, Glee's good. Um, it, it's fun. Uh, what have I? I've been watching Desperate Housewives. It's been fun. 
It's trashy television. Usually fall asleep to it. Oh, did you watch the Parks and Rec reunion? I did. What'd you think? I thought it was great. I don't know why I didn't like it as much as I should have. I enjoyed it. There I... were people who either hated it or absolutely loved it. And yeah, we were... I, I was I was in the middle. I didn't I didn't hate it. I I liked it a lot, but I don't know. It was just such fan service. It was awesome, and I just like was just like crying and sad. That fucking song just gets me every single time. Candles in the wind. It's just it's it's. I'm tearing up just thinking about it. It's it's just beautiful. <laughs> And I just love that show so much that, like, I don't know. It's interesting. Did you see the Space Force trailer? I did. I oh, my really fucking good. God. I'm so excited. Oh, also, did you see um, Middle Ditch and Schwartz? We were supposed to go to that taping. Where was that? In San Francisco. Well, that was in San Francisco? I don't know if they taped one. In, well, because it's, like, it's a show, right? It's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, not it's a live show. One. Well, no, there's like multiple episodes. There's three episodes, I think. Yeah. Well, there was, they had a performance in San Francisco. And really? To, yeah. But it got like pushed to like a later date. And oh, then man. when it actually came up, we were just like, we're over it. So we just got a refund. Dude. So I've watched the I first heard two Middle Ditch is a dick. Uh, yeah. Tony Babcock. Uh, that's his, yeah. Um, so the. I really enjoyed the first episode. Um, the second episode wasn't as good. I have to watch the third one. But, dude, the the wedding that they did, it's so good. You should really watch it. Okay. It's excellent. Um, Russ says there were some funny moments, but also predictable. I don't know what he's talking about. Talking about middle ditch and shorts. Yeah, but it's... I don't know if it was predictable. It was excellent. Um, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Playing a lot of VR. Playing a lot of Beat Saber. For me, it's uh, Final Fantasy Seven. All right, not to get into just kind of started Animal Animal Crossing. Marissa's like super deep in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I don't want to get into a huge gaming argument, and Russ can also chime in on here. Uh, what is the best video game of the '90s? Many people say it's Final Fa- Final Fantasy Seven, and as someone who does not like that type of game, that was weird. Mm. Oh, you're on your computer. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's all good. For someone who does not like that type of game uh, and has never played it, there's no way it's the best video game of the 90s. There's no way. That was weird. Sorry about that. Just got to pop up on the stream. Um, So, best video game of the 90s. Thoughts? Here, let me me give you some options. Final Fantasy VII. Uh Uh-huh. StarCraft. Uh Uh-huh. Pokemon. Red, mm-hmm. red or blue, Half Life, um, Mario Kart, or some other ones. I think the answer is StarCraft, personally. <laughs> was it Final Fantasy VII for you? No. No, okay, that's good. Russ? I was a little young, so I would probably be like Crash Bandicoot or. Crash Bandicoot. Wow. Oh, by the way, uh, funny That's moments, but also predictable. Was talking about Parks and Rec. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, but I think Starcraft's the answer, or Half Life because of Counter Strike. Nerd. Yeah, I'm a nerd. All right, cool. Um, Russ, we can have this discussion once uh, we return to the rink, which hopefully will reopen at some point. 
Um, this was a nice shaking off the cobwebs. It's been a while since we got a podcast. Yeah. So let's try and do this weekly. Uh, and we need to do uh, another hockey night happy hour. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Street Fighter 2 was Ooh. no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. All right. Mark, it's been a pleasure. Say hi to Marissa for me. And I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.